morning, everybody. This is Anna Bangulin, and I also have Anita Rausch with me. Good morning, Anita. Good morning. Good morning. We are, you are listening to Universal Energy Radio, and I am dubbing this The Spiritual Loop. So while Liz and Elisa are away, Anna and Anita will play, and believe it or not, here we are. And a lot of times the... Um, I was thinking about this this morning, Anita, about a a loop, but it's not a loop like a closed circle. It's a loop like we rise and fall based on our expansion and our growth. And I know it's like early morning, um, you know, heady sort of thing. <laughs> it's like, why am I thinking about this? I kept hearing the loop. But anyway, I appreciate you hopping on here uh, instead sure. of in not instead of Liz, but instead of Liz, and uh, and just having a conversation, a vibrational conversation, something to get us up and going. Usually they do a show, I'm not sure if you're aware, called The Lowest Effect, Love Originates in Self, and it's yeah. also a connection with Lois Grant, who is no longer on the planet with us. And she's written, she wrote a book. I know at least one book. I think she wrote several books. Elisa was, um, I'm going to Google her real quick. Elisa uh, was, helped her a lot when she was on the planet. And um, very interesting woman. I did meet her. I actually did some psychotherapy, sound therapy with her after my mom passed away. And so, um, yeah, she wrote um, Spirit at Work, A Journey of Healing. So uh, she healed herself of rheumatoid arthritis and just was very, um, yeah, just an amazing, she was so tiny. She was a tiny little lady. It was was very cool to be with her. And then she did something called, um, she did the Michael work which was interesting, and I actually took a weekend class with her, with a group of people, and that was interesting, too. So anyway, just an ode to Lois and the girls and uh, giving us time to kind of get within this, um, for me to get within the physical body and get moving, and good morning. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Yeah. So, does it does the spiritual loop kind of make sense to you at all? Oh, like, um, it makes great sense to me. Yeah, it makes it makes great sense to me because to me, um, well, spirit. The thing is, spirit to me is around all the time. It's just that a lot of us don't access it. Yes, and we don't ask, um, you know, even for simple things, we don't ask, let's say um, you want to get a parking space, you want to not be stuck in traffic, you want to um, have peaches be at the grocery store. I mean, little, you know, even little things, we don't um access it and it's 
there for us to access at all times. We don't use it to its capacity. Correct. I'm actually putting your, your name in the show notes. I think that's going to be awesome. No, I, I get it. And that's what I, but I remember having a conversation with someone years ago, and this is before, you know, the, the wake-up call. So you get these little hints from people as you go along in life. And at some point when you wake up, it's like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. it, so I remember having this conversation, and she was the Uh-oh, I lost you. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me. I can't hear you. Hello. I lost you. Please. Okay, Angel. sure if we're on air or not, but uh, hopefully Anna will be back. All right. Spirit, you want us to have this show, bring Anne and me back on for our listeners. Meanwhile, if everybody can hear me, I'm going to pull a couple of cards for today. See what we need to know from spirit. And this is from the beautiful Divine Feather deck. So I'm going to pull a couple until we get Anna back on here. Here today. All right. 
All right. Can you hear me now? There you are. I was just pulling a card until I could hear you on there. I'm not sure. It has me dialed in as the host, but yet it wouldn't let me talk. So I have us open. We are, it says we're recording. So I need to check. But yes, please pull a card and I'm going to go check something real quick and see. Okay. All if right. I can, I mean, I'm still here, so I'm here. I can hear you. Okay. All right. Well, the card that I pulled for all of us that uh, obviously we needed to hear um, was one of my favorite birds, which is the nuthatch. And if you've ever watched the nut, a nuthatch, they go upside down, or they look upside down. Um, I I love them. I watch them all the time in my yard, grounded, and welcome the new knowledge and perspective coming to you. So I feel like what Spirit's telling us is to stay open. Um, I know I took a course once called the Forum, and the main theme was you don't know what you don't know. So when I stay open... Stay open to new knowledge. Stay open to other perspectives. But going back to the nuthatch, when the nuthatch flies, he flies up at the treetops. When he walks on branches and trunks, he does a zigzag motion. His head faces downward. So the nut hatch gets its name from habits of storing seeds and nuts in small spaces for later use. So what the nut hatch is urging us to do is to take stock of what's going on and plan ahead accordingly. And the white chest is purity of heart on the nut hatch, that's the meaning. And the nut hatch is today encouraging you to have faith in yourself and your wisdom. And I know in what I do that um, everybody has a wonderful God spark in them. And sometimes the way we talk to each talk to other people and talk to ourselves does not build, it destroys. So um, I think that's really what the nuthatch is telling us, to have faith in yourself that you have some wonderful qualities that other people can gain knowledge from. So the nuthatch urges you to use your beautiful talents and gifts to soar as high as you dare. Be afraid to take a different view. Don't be afraid to do something new and challenge yourself. So I like the main thing. Uh-huh, go ahead. No, I said mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, I love the nut hatch. They're so interesting to watch. But, you know, everybody really does have some beautiful gifts to share. Uh, But a lot of people don't think they do for some reason. 
but that was all, and I can pull some more cards when you're ready. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. Is it, I'm not sure, uh-huh. again, technical difficulties, and maybe it's just me jumping in here and, and moving moving through some things. Um it's it's kind of it's kind of funny when when as I did pick the conversation of the loop, and then the technical <laughs> technical issues are are coming up and it's like ah stop, but um yeah um oh Raven but, is but you know that's that's life Anna so that's a good example well, of the loop that's exactly what I was going to say there's that loop yeah again. so in order to I'm acknowledging the loop and saying thank you so much. Yes, I acknowledge it, and let's move forward. So here we go. But we are we are on. Um, Raven Spirit is in chat. She's like, yes, I can hear you. Oh, you can't hear me. Can you, like, I guess, Raven, can you hear me now? That's the question. Um, she said she couldn't hear me. She could hear you. So, oh, wow. And now I think, let's see. I love it when we can converse. Um, let's see if she can hear me now. Yes, okay. So not sure what's going on here because it had me dialed in as a host, but yet I had to dial in as a guest. So, okay, that's clear. We're done. We're on the, we're on the air. Um, Anita, too, I wanted to let you know that Anita's son, Josh, is um, he has had some health issues uh, some 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 higher level health issues uh, recently, and so we're sending him uh, lots of love and light, and would love to uh, have some Reiki sent his way. She um, let me know this morning that the doctors are saying he may have a a heart pump uh, and a heart transplant. So our wow. love and light goes to Josh, and of course Raven and her whole family. And, um, yeah, so when your children are going through things, which, you know, we're all, we're all aware, you're aware, you're, you're, you're little, you're little big ones, my two uh-huh. medium ones. Um, yeah. yeah, when our children are going through things, you know, sometimes that, that, um, you know, that energetic being of yourself is just, you know, it's, it's almost all you have. I mean, Raven has, um, as we spoke with her on Tuesday, and Raven, feel free to call in. I mean, if you'd like, we'd love to have you join us too this morning. Um, but yeah, I just want to send her lots of love and, and energy and the, the whole family, you know, just because that, it, it can just be such a trying time. So lots of love to you. And um, Well, to me, to me too, Anna, anything where we feel we don't have control, and that's a that's a perfect example to me of a loop is mm-hmm. that exactly what you're doing, <clears throat> reach out, ask for help from others. Don't, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to do that. Don't try to take everything on yourself because mm-hmm. the world is willing to help. The spirit is yep. willing to help. God, is willing to whoever, help. Yeah, whoever mm-hmm. you worship to is willing to help. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, <laughs> she's got that. What I, I mean, I love, um, I love chatting with with Raven as well. She has um, definitely been one of my 
my uplifters in the past five years. You know, helping me shift that perspective and tap in on energy. And uh, I spoke with her recently, and uh, she says, thank you, love you too. (laughs) We certainly appreciate her. We've gotten to meet her. It's like great. It's like you know she lives in Ohio, so it's kind of cool when they came when they come through town. They let us know, and we try to meet them whenever possible. So that's kind of cool. I love that. And nice. she's one of our she's one of our, our first one of our first listeners. So I just love that you know she's been with us this whole time, and and uh, you know it's like we all it's like we we live our lives woven together, whether we're physically. Uh, around each other or not, and and she has been able to tap in for me and and help explain some of some of what I wasn't understanding with my personal stuff. So that's been really cool too to to understand. You know, I, honestly, what I wanted and I and I I don't know that I ever said this to you, Raven, is I wanted almost like acknowledgement that I wasn't cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Like <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's not that, and there's no blame there. It just is. Like, Anita, you taught me, you know, people are as sweet as they can be. And, yeah. you know, we that's a Southern saying. They're just as sweet as they can be. But it's the, the degree that you allow yourself. I mean, any anybody, you can be anything, and there's a degree that you allow yourself to be well, um, abundant, um, wise, all of these things. And it's not not saying here's here's the not easy part when I say this and I've had a argument with my sister because my sister hands down for a long time was saying you know I don't make I don't people don't make themselves sick and it's well it's not sick first it's not well and what is that that's part of a journey so what is the gift this journey is bringing and so it took my sister a couple of years to to acknowledge this and understand that we all have experiences in our life, call it not well, call it um, um, uh, not, you know, not all the, not abundant, not wise, not uh, healthy, not, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. And understand that it's a journey for us. You know, Raven, I know Josh is going through this journey and for Josh, he has a different perspective. I think on on Tuesday you said something like he told you he was packing late, like when he went to the hospital. And it's like just, you know, for him to, you know, yeah, I'm just going to pack late because it's just a thing. You know, just, you know. I mean, he he, he understands, you know, and to the degree that he can, he understands his journey. To the degree that we can from afar understand his journey, from a degree that, you're his mom, that perspective, you understand his journey. It's for each of us understanding. I mean, this, I had to do the same thing for my kids. I don't, you know, my daughter was upset the other night. I mean, I cannot reach through the phone and hug her, and that could be mildly frustrating. And at the same time, I have to say, this is my daughter's journey. I don't know what that means for her. And my perspective is it means something for me. And all I can do at this moment is tell her that I love her and hold hold energy for her and see if I can help her shift her perspective. That's all I can do mm-hmm. as her as mm-hmm. parent. From so, you know, that we, we talk about that, um, that loop because in the past I would have gotten – 
kind of upset because I couldn't, I couldn't hug her. My thing, you know, if I could just hold her, if I could just hold my kid, if I could just hold her and just tell her everything was going to be okay. You know, first of all, it was probably almost 11 o'clock at night, and even though they stay up late, I was tired, I know, but she was also tired. I could see it. And she told me, this is what I want to do before I go to bed. I want to do, get my shower. I want to, I want to um, do some, she wanted to catch up on some homework. She, you know, and I'm like, it's a quarter to 11. Please don't do that. Like just, you know, go get your shower, go to bed, um, save everything for tomorrow. <laughs> it's like tomorrow's a newer day. It's another day. So, um, and I talked to her last night, and guess what? Fine. All fine. It's also a 12-year-old, right? We know what that age is, you know. Uh-huh. And it doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be chaotic and crazy for her. It can be a shift that is beautiful and, and inspiring. And I know how creative this child is. I know what she's capable of, and I know she – is one of the smartest, loveliest people I know. And I wish that I could bestow that. And I don't know, Raven, if you, if when you look at your kids, and, and of course you too, Anita, because you, I mean, I know you're with your son and his his daughter a lot. And we uh-huh. do a lot together. So it's, I just can't, like, as a, as a, as a mom, when you sit and you stare at your kids and pour that love out on them, <laughs> for, uh-huh. you know, regardless of, of what they're doing in that moment, we're constantly pouring that love out. And my hope is, um, you know, my kids are a, just a tish younger and you guys are, you know, you've gone through some, st- some stuff. And when I say stuff, it doesn't, it's not like, it's not a, not good thing. It's life because your kids are older. Yeah. So, um, part of me is like, I love the fact that they're young and they're still discovering things and this is their journey. And, Yes, as much as I want to be along beside them, right now it's not possible. And my hope is that one day I will journey with them and we will go parallelly <laughs> down the road together. Yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff because I know, you know, the conversations I've had with you about you and your son, it's not always been parallelly. <laughs> you know, what a weird, I think that's a new no. one I made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but it's been beautiful because, through what he's been through, I have shifted and learned things about myself that I need to change. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's been one of my greatest teachers. And that is such a fabulous perspective. Mm-hmm. That are, And I say that, too, about my kids. My kids are... Uh, definitely some of my greatest teachers. I mean, my son, when he was little, definitely taught me about patience. And not that it wasn't a good thing, because it was. But there are, when when you, I know when I had, my kids came into my life. They were definitely, it's what you call a first. Now, had I, had I helped raise my nieces and nephews? Yes. Had I done, you know, had I been around kids? Yes. That that wasn't that. But this, there was a big difference. And my mom, I remember before my mom passed, she told me that having kids is the most wonderful, beautiful love that you can ever have. And I thought, I didn't get it until these guys showed up, right? 
So mm-hmm. there's definitely a, something. The, there's a reason. To me, I always like, okay, what's that, what's that thing that um, back in the day before these, these two little beings showed up in my life, I was told by a psychic somewhere up in like Chattanooga, Tennessee, that I would have two kids. And I thought, haha, that's funny. I don't think so. And she said, if you don't have these two kids, you're going to miss out on something fantastic. And I thought, okay, well, I don't feel like I'm missing out. I did for a while. You know that. <laughs> you and I had that right. conversation. But right. now I take every little moment that I can actually just see them, even when through the phone, because I saw them both last night through the phone, through FaceTime, and that's such a gift. Now it's a, this is my gift for today. This was my little, before I go to sleep, I get to see those beautiful faces, and that was my gift. So um, it's interesting how that's gone in a loop, that's gone in a circle. You know, I went from very being upset about it and, not enjoying the the moments, you know, the moments that I have. Right. Right. I, I was it. My daughter carries me around the house, and she's, you know, she's making her dinner, and it's I'm there. She had dinner with me. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't eating dinner, but she was eating dinner. So I thought that was kind of neat. I still had dinner with my daughter, you know. So technology. I'm I'm giving a shout out to technology this morning, even though sometimes <laughs> it misbehaves. Oh, my goodness. Um, Raven says, we all have some crazy in us. That's what makes us unique. (laughs) I chalk that up to me. Well, I I think that's such a beautiful thing to say because, you know, if you think about it, you know, the, the world is all, it's like you said, we're all part of each other. You know, we really are. Mm-hmm. We're like all woven together. So I, I love what Raven said. I love what you said. Is that what I love the most about people is their uniqueness. Yes. Yes. You know, because to me, I'm just fascinated in the differences of where people have been, what they've done, what they've learned. And for me, I've been a lot like sitting up on the square of my hometown now, my hometown, and just talking to people. And it's fascinating. I love it. So I just think that there's, that's the shift I see in the world, that Everywhere I go, everybody's loving, everybody's pleasant, and I hope that for everybody else that's on this call and in the world, that they're seeing the same thing shifting um, in the world. And I think your world is the same for you, Anna. It is. Um, yeah. I. That's one thing that I would love for people to understand is that when you get into this, what I call the spiritual vibe, not a spiritual vibe, everybody's in a spiritual vibe, but when you raise your vibration or you look, I want to say look into or forward to the idea of feeling good or 
or being being well and and that includes your health but includes your mindset and how you move through and how you not only speak to yourself but speak to other people how you treat people i think when you keep moving in the direction you know abraham says move in move in the direction of you know the 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 good the 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 thing the joy the happiness the love and when you move into that direction guess what you will start seeing it because you are creating it and you're manifesting it. And so it mm-hmm. continues to grow. And over the years, I've seen it. And it's the same. I, one of the things that um, stuff still happens. And that's one of the things I understand is stuff still happens. And it's how you handle that stuff, that yourself in that yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Whether you're going to put a lot of energy into Whatever the thing happened, I think we were ta- Liz and I were talking on Tuesday. Um, you know, a tree, my neighbor's tree fell in my yard, and, it, and this time it wasn't a small tree, huge tree. My camellia bush caught it, so it didn't damage my deck, but it poked a couple of holes in my little mini pool that I had purchased for myself. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a tree and my pool. You know, but here's the really cool part is, I got to meet my neighbor, and my neighbor and I were cracking up because she's like, I wish we would have met over tea and not a tree, you know. So uh, um, that's funny. then the four of us were back there. We got as many little – We didn't. nobody had a chainsaw. I own one now. I went out yesterday to buy one. And we took the little pole saws and, and the, the pruning shears or whatever and just started cutting branches and, and did what we could to get the tree off, first of all, off the bush, off the deck, out of the pool, and move it over. So we have big, now we have these, you know, things we have to cut up. So that's fine. The way I looked at, first of all, I met my neighbor and her brother. What a joy. We, all four of us, we were laughing. We were having conversation. Her brother grew up in the forests in Jamaica. He taught me things he's like you know this i'm going to teach you how to cut this tree up you know we're going to go from here and you know so we had this lesson and then it's like next time we get together it's going to be over food you know and and neighborly conversation and so that could have gone a whole different way but there's your loop you know when you talk about a spiritual loop there's the loop so expect yeah. the unexpected. Expect the you know, unexpected. Expect joy. Expect joy in all situations. Expect yeah. love in all situations. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I could. I said that I could have been stomping around here like a five-year-old. You know, about my pool and about the trees and the neighbor. You know, blah blah blah. And I talked, my neighbor, you know, she was saying, she goes, well, I did hire somebody. I tried to hire somebody to clean out the the brush on the side, but they didn't take out as much as I wanted them to. Well, here's the thing. I love privacy in my backyard, and a lot of that is due to the brush or the trees that have grown along her fence line on the side. And I'm appreciating that. At the same time, I did notice that some needed to be taken down, and she said, well, between the two of us, we could probably, you know, get some stuff cleared back. She could still maintain her privacy, which would still maintain our privacy. So there was a conversation that was had about, you know, doing this. I didn't point my finger at her and say, this is your fault. You need to handle it. You need to do, you know, just angry, angry neighbor, because what is that? 
what is that? That's, I think, I think that is a, um, a reaction that I would say would be 80% of the world, 80, maybe 90% of the world. There would be anger involved. There would be, um, ish, you know, just different issues. I even, I even mm-hmm. uh, said something to Amy. We were driving over to see Glow one day, and I said, you know, I think it's so interesting because my brain, you know, in the past would be, I would be so mad at them, and why couldn't they just handle it? And, you know, I'm going to just go tell them they need to clean that up. They, their insurance company needs to come in. They need to repay me for all this stuff, da 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 da, da. And it's like, I, rem- you know, but that's reactive. And right. So I, and so this time around, I just, sometimes you have to laugh at yourself because you're like, you know, actually, that tree, cutting down that tree was a good time. You know, we were all kind of tired because it was late in the evening, but it was a good time. You know, it was fun. Uh-huh. We had a good time. So, uh-huh. Again, well, that you know, that's why, and and you know, the groups you've joined with me on Thursdays that we talk about building instead of destroying in all situations. Yeah. Because what good does it do to destroy? And I will answer that question for everybody. None does no good. Right. No good. I think there are people that would out there out in the world that use it for um i guess power or the illusion of power i do which i think i think, think, it's, the, I think it's the fear in that person though um yes but i i do agree with you or they think it's power it's really not power because like you said you would have lost something if you hadn't have met them and had the fun and so you mm-hmm. gained from the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't, like, because I'm not really looking out my front. I mean, sometimes I'm sitting out here, it's all summer, it's been warm, so I haven't really sat out front. I usually sit in the back. So I don't really see, I see very, very minimal. I mean, I'm in my office right now, so I can see my, you know, my neighbor across the street owns a landscaping company. So he's, you know, he rolls in and out of here in the morning. That's about all I can see. But I can't really see what that neighbor to my right is doing. I can hear lawnmowers sometimes, but usually by the time I'm out there, there's nobody out there. I don't see anybody out there. So it was interesting to meet the person that is next to you, you know. So um, uh-huh. I bought this house for my cousin, so obviously she knew them. You know, so we got to connect the dots with each other and I think that you know that was just a cool thing and mm-hmm. I you know the reason you know the reasoning behind the tree falling you know again no finger pointing no blaming it just is what it is here's my take on that first of all I definitely wanted firewood for the winter time and guess what <laughs> I had lots of firewood <laughs> nice firewood too not just pine trees. These are like hardwoods that are coming down. So, and this is not the first time. And in, in the in, over the course of the past probably six months, I've had about six or seven trees come down from her yard. Now they weren't huge trees. They were, you know, probably uh, ten inches in 
diameter. When I say that is if you put a tape measure around it, not left to right. So left to right, maybe it's about six or seven inches wide, you know, because circumference right. is different. So, and those fell, and that's no big deal. And I take the pole saw, and we cut them up, and that would be like we firewood, no big deal. We chop them into like 14-inch uh, logs, and, you know, we've got everything stacked up. It's all good. But these, you know, this was bigger. This was a bigger situation. So, um, yeah, I just kind of chuckled. I said, well, that's also something about, you know, what maybe calling the, the wood guy and dropping off some wood so we can have some bonfire time and some, you know, I've got a um, – a wood-burning stove downstairs, and maybe kick that up this winter. And so I don't have to do any of that. All my other stuff is is uh, is taken care of for a while. <laughs> it's like, thank yeah. you, universe. Thank you. Yeah. So finding, you know, I, I keep saying finding the gifts, and I don't know if that's sometimes, uh, an, I don't want to say annoying, but I don't, you know, because I hear myself in my head, like, find the gift. Find the gift. What's your gift? What are you getting from this? What's this, what's the universe bringing you? You know, so it's like I always want to look at what you know. I'm not looking at the neighbor's tree falling in the yard, possibly busting up my deck. No, what I saw was, uh, you know, now what I see is friendship, and you know, wood for the. So yeah, flip it, turn it, and again, go in that. Go in that circle or that spiral and there's some situations I think where they're not easy you know we we um you know but there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we can look around at and say you know this this is an abundant beautiful life and what you were saying earlier is when we learn how to wield our energy when we learn how to shift our perspective we get a whole different outcome we can change things in a moment. We can change things in a moment, but we have to do it for ourselves. No one can do it for us. You also get a life like we have where everything that you run into, in other words, you've got 99% joyous situations. And not that it's not all joy eventually, but 99% and 1% that may for a moment, because I don't think you and I stay upset for long, may for a moment you go, what? What just happened? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But 99% of the time you're like, okay, all right, I'm going to see why this, okay, what's the good in this? Like you say, what's the blessing in this? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So, and I know um, that that has, like you said, completely shifted even what comes into my life. Mm, yes. Well, mm-hmm. when you think on the law, the terms of law of attraction, we always get what we put out in the world. And mm. understand that there is generally in our human self, there's a delay. So, we start depending on on okay so you know I, I think I think I keep saying this over and over but we have programmed ourselves before the age of seven so everything that shows up in our life supports the story from literally before we were seven so that's why you hear a lot of work on your inner child you know work on that inner child I finally connected dots and went oh. 
Okay, so we have three memories, right, before birth to, you know, four, um, at birth to seven, seven till now, anything stressful and celebratory as well um, sort of gets stuck in our unconscious mind. So we are moving in this loop, spiral, however you want to look at it, based on that story. And that story plays over and over and over and over and over again. And until we shed light on that story and decide to move that story, it will not change. You will see patterns of uh, people treating you the same way. They could be different people from different areas of the world, but they're treating you the same. And you're like, you see, they're like, wow, that was exciting. Or, oh, I didn't deserve that. Or, oh, if you find yourself saying things over and over again based on different situations. You know, some people say, oh, deja vu. It's not deja vu. It is you supporting your story with whatever is coming in, and when you decide to, to, to take that loop and change it or take that the uh, whatever spiraling out and change it, then that will change. The patterns will change. The, the interactions of the reactions will change. All of it will change based on moving that stuck stuff out of your unconscious mind. And this is the thing that we talk, you know, and that's why a lot of people go to hypnosis, hypnotherapists. They, um, they go to therapists in general. You're working through and trying to pull those things up, that unconscious stuff up. So, you know, I haven't talked about this a lot. I mean, I have with you, Anita, because we're in different groups and masterminds together. But I haven't really come on a to discuss this very much. I did it when you were doing um, some some of your recordings and stuff, and I did it a uh-huh. little bit with us, but I haven't really talked about this much because this it was so, I think the journey, that journey was so personal for me that I wasn't ready to really talk about it, and it was just pro- profoundly beautiful, my perspective, profoundly beautiful, to allow that stuff to go, to actually unstick that stuff. And sometimes we're just not consciously aware of it because we run on 10% consciousness and 90% unconsciousness. So those stories play out over and over and over again, and we see them repeated or we could see them repeated when we wake up to it. Because I have a lot of people around me now that are like, I see this happening to me over and over and over again. I just don't understand it. And I'm like, well, it's a program. (laughs) It's a program, you know, so you've got to Mm -hmm. delete the program. You've got to scratch the record, as Tony Robbins would say. So I I have an example of that um, from sitting on the square yesterday. Um, There's this uh, beautiful girl. Um, I'm sure she won't mind if I say her name because she – she is a talented singer, and she plays in different venues, uh, uh, sings and plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. Her name is Rhonda. And, you know, I thought of you, I think of you so much when people say things like this, and she said, bad things keep happening to me. And I, and I, I grabbed my... You know, I put my hands up on my head. I said, stop using those words. You know, it was like, stop using those words. 
you know, you're talking so bad to yourself. And this is what I'm talking about, the building and destroying. When you use those words, you're actually destroying yourself. So I said, how about shift it to, in the past, things have happened, but my life is totally turning around now. A better way for, and I'm sure you could say it even better, but that's what I'm talking about, the building and destroying, and you're talking about the patterns, you know, the subconscious. Mm -hmm. So subconsciously, Yes, she probably had some things happen to her, but subconsciously, that's the way she sees her world, that bad things right. happen to me. Right. And so I so thought of you like, oh, whoa, she needs a mastermind. <laughs> she needs a shift in this spiritual loop. <laughs> yeah. it's, when people realize that words have power, and you and I talk about this all the time, words have mm-hmm. power and energy. So when, mm-hmm. we, when we say words like a bad or, or um, poor or uh, sick, those are all heavy, heavy words. You know, like that song, you know, he ain't heavy, he's my brother, right? So it's like, right. So when you think of the opposite of those, so sick would be not well. So when you attune yourself to not well, the you know the, there's all kinds of we don't honestly you've got to get that feeling because when you say words like sick poor um, bad all of that there's a there's a pay attention to your body there's a, there would be a, a slight energetic jolt um, mm-hmm. not like a shock or anything but you can, it's a heavy thing it's like a little knot inside you but if you say not well it lightens it up if you say uh, not abundant or abundance on its way or when you look at the good that's not good good it lightens it up you see it feels that you're lifting the energy lifting the energy lifting the energy work with your energy and i think when it's there's so many people who do not understand we're energetic beings we are inner we vibrate we are not solid we are a frequency and when we Stand in that frequency and that vibration. That's the stuff that that moves matter. It moves energy and thought and everything into matter. It becomes physical forms and shapes and conversations and gatherings and people and everything. It's it's amazing how this world works. And as we have given ourselves this amnesia to not allow ourselves to understand it all so that way we may be thrilled and joyed at the newness of something, which actually for our bigger self is not new. It's a different experience and a different perspective based on your body, your, your senses, all of that stuff, you know, that as a human we can touch, taste, hear, smell, you know, all of that. We intuit now. Intuit those words. Intuit what you're saying. And when it doesn't feel n- not good, change the verbiage. Change what you're looking at. Change your perspective. Shift it. Go, go, take that loop, that circle, and move it around. And here's the thing. Like, take the situation and put yourself in someone else's shoes looking at it. So, again, loop it around 
and say, I'm going to look at this from the left side, the right side, the back side, above, below. I'm going to look at it all around. I'm going to find something good. I'm going to find, I like to use good and God interchangeably. Find the good, find the God in it, find the gift, change the way you look at it. And what I do is, uh, you know, you've been in my groups. I, because like you consciously, a lot of people sit in problems. Like what, what do they mention their most? Their problems, their problems, their problems, their problems, their problems right? You, you mm-hmm. talk to somebody, they're always, this happened to me, this, they did this, blah, 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 blah. Instead mm-hmm. of how can I shift this, like you're saying, how can I ask for help? How can I bring in the resources that will shift this and sit in a solution instead mm-hmm. of the problem? Mm-hmm. Right? Because like you said, yeah. to me, the problem is just your subconscious. The solution yeah. is you getting out of that, like like yeah. you do with your mastermind. You, mm-hmm. uh, I know for me, you have me observe something, and then somehow whatever you're doing, I guess working with my subconscious, it shows me the the uh, truth of that situation, not what I thought it was. And so that, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, first of all, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. I like to remind people, I'm not doing method. Your method does it or whatever, but it's. uh, You, it's it's a conversation with your infinite intelligence that we're having mm-hmm. together and that mm-hmm. infinite intelligence can communicate with your unconscious mind and your unconscious mind can choose to let go of those woven patterns that are there. Yes. Yes. Which to me okay. is sitting in the problem. That's what, what I call sitting in the problem is those Generally, woven yes. and So this patterns. is about being solution oriented. And I yes. think the funniest the funniest thing is we've gone through this several times, and we, we continue to do these um, clearings. I, recall, I guess I'm calling them clearings now. I'm not even sure yeah, what they are. Yeah, that's a good word for it. They're conversations that make a difference, but they're yeah. conversations for infinite intelligence. And so I think what's interesting is you and I both have – we've had other people come in, and we've we've worked with different people – and the people that can tell you their problem and they, they're not looking for a solution, they just want to voice their problem. And so, and, and that happens, and you can be a sounding board, and, and that's when, you know, I, I gently try to remind them that this conversation actually anchors in that thing that they don't want. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. So when, that's what that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> it's a it's, and it's a different perspective. So a lot of people don't get it. But I I have had people sit there and say, I notice this happens to me over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so just perked up and I'm listening, and so they they start to tell me what they see. 
And it's like you can move, physically move yourself to get away from a situation that you think is not serving you. But here's the thing. If you don't make peace with that situation wherever you are, your energy goes with you. So wherever you go, that situation will go, and it's going to show up with different people, different places. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that works, and it's like I just I kind of get t- I get tickled because to me it's a it's an affirmation of the conversations that I have with myself and with other people because this isn't about saying I told you so. This is about allowing yourself the freedom to let go of some programs that are probably contradictory in your subconscious or unconscious mind. We have three consciousness, y'all. <laughs> From the south, y'all. We have three consciousness. We have a conscious mind. We have an unconscious or super or subconscious mind, and we have a, a infinite intelligence or a superconscious mind. The superconscious mind is the one that is reached when you're under hypnosis, when you are making changes, when you're meditating, or it's that connection. I, you know, I. I want to say it's the God consciousness, but we're all God consciousness. This is, you know, of course, my perspective. We are that part of we are that part of of Source, God, the Universe. We're here to have these journeys, and in the past, they've been whatever it was whatever was bestowed upon us. We didn't have the awareness and the understanding that we could have a joyful, wonderful manifesting life here but we get that now we consciously i make a conscious effort to be mindful to be kind be joyful be in a state of love regardless of whatever the situation is so that i do find the good or the god and and everything around me even when there are times that they don't feel fantastic even when the times when the solution isn't obviously aware, and I know in everything there is solution. Mm-hmm. Choose where you want to be. Actually, I told my daughter, Tuesday night I'm talking to her, I'm like, baby, you get to make a choice in the situation, and do you understand that you're overwhelmed right now is just how you're thinking about it right now. I said, but I have a question to ask you. I said, while you're talking to me, and we're looking at each other, and we're saying, I love you. I said, is your math an issue right now? <laughs> is it a problem right now? You know, there's that word. I said, is it an issue for you? And she just, you know, she's, I know she's tired. And, you know, she's just like little little tears are coming out. And I said, it's not, babe. I said, right now it's not. I said, right now you're here talking to me, and I'm here talking to you. Nothing else matters to me. I said, not, it's okay if you're thinking about it, but I want you to know that this is your choice to think about it right now. Right. And so she's... Exactly. And I and think I said, it's a subconscious thing, too, like you said. It, it can be a pattern. Yeah. I said, you know what? You're not going to hurt my feelings if you are behind in your math homework. It's okay. I said, right now, I said, you know, I don't have a say-so in my kids' education because when I did voice my opinion, there were some, you know, I was being judgy, and I'm like, I just want to know what the kids are doing. 
anyway, so I, I what I told Lil was, you know, if you want to FaceTime me during the day and we'll go over your math, I'll explain it to you, if you don't, when you don't understand it, and then you do your sheets. I said, we can sit here and look at each other, or you could just be on FaceTime with me while I'm working and you're doing your homework and we're together. She loves somebody to be with her, to be by her side. Yeah. You know. Well, so. and that's what you said is so beautiful because you're sitting in the solution. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting in the problem. Perfect. Man, that's I'm looking a perfect at example. We, we only have a minute, so let me do this real quick. So those of you uh, that are listening in, um, go check out Anita's website, earthpathguide.com. Anita, mm-hmm. uh, she is amazing. Yeah, she's just an amazing energy worker, just um, someone that can help you shift your perspective, change your verbiage uh, by leaps and bounds. Um, thank you, Raven. She said she loved the show today. We And we love you, and we certainly appreciate you and your support, and we also appreciate And y'all are all amazing. All the listeners yes. are amazing. Just realize yes. it. Yes. Yes. And, Anita, we've got to do this again, so we have to pick a day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Cause I, sure. I miss getting on air with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, go check out Anita's website, earthpathguide.com. Uh, my website, uh, there's some, the, is lifegetsbetterandbetter.com. Certainly check that out. Uh, Lisa and Liz will be back on Tuesday, 830 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, is there anything else that you want to say, Anita? I just want everybody to know they're amazing and their talents are amazing. And forward with those. And let go of the rest. There you go. All right, y'all. Nina and I will be back on sometime in the very near future. We'll figure that out. I'm thinking either, uh, I don't know. We have, we've got several days. There's some other things I'm plugging in. So, I need again, need to chat with you. But anyway, thank okay. you for listening to Energy Radio. We love you guys. Just remember, you are infinitely loved.